broadcasting live from an undisclosed location deep in the heart of the Ozark Mountains using only a 9-volt battery and some aluminum foil. It's the boardroom. Welcome to the boardroom. It's your host, Joe Batterton. I'm Nathan Rogers at WooPigSumo on Twitter. And we got a, this is, this is show number two. two. So show number two. two. Should be a good show tonight. We got a, we got a good friend of ours um, who used to live in the area, uh, was one of my jiu-jitsu students, and uh, me and Nathan actually both cornered him on several of his MMA fights. Uh, he's... World class archer has won several awards. He's uh, a world championship, national championship. He's coached some folks uh, to championships. He's coached uh, Kid Rock and Ted Nugent and Ted Nugent, the Motor City Madman. And at one time was billed as the oldest active MMA fighter. He's just old. I mean, that's all there is to it. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think he's wrote a couple books yeah, lately he has. too. He's wrote a couple books. His latest is on uh, Amazon. It's called The Power of the Tongue and Weight Loss. He's a He's kind of a real uh, motivational kind of guy. He likes to he likes to coach the youngins along and uh, make sure that they uh, and uh, most recently coach the oldens. Along. Yeah, actually, that's yeah. Well, he'll talk a little bit about that later. But uh, <clears throat> let's see, uh, man. Uh, let's let's talk about some uh, crazy stuff that's been happening lately. Yeah, well, our last show was a week ago. Since then, there's been some. Speaking of MMA, there's been some stuff that's came out. Is it true? Is it true about Ronda Rousey? Ronda Rousey has signed. She's 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 coming back to the UFC, right? She's going to rightfully she's, take she's, back her crown, right? She's coming back. She, yes, she's coming but back. But she's coming back to the WWE. What? Yep. <laughs> During Sunday's uh, Royal Rumble, at the end of the show, Rousey made her first appearance. And the next day, it was uh, announced that she'd signed a deal with the WWE. Oh, man. I'm so disappointed. So disappointed. I was really hoping she'd come back. and. But uh, there's a chance that a WWE could go back to the UFC because uh, it's rumored that Brock Lesnar will return. It's like a it's like a exchange program? It could be. You know, uh, CM Punk is in the UFC now. He's, uh, scheduled, yeah. he's scheduled to have his second uh, beat down in 2018. Okay, I'm getting nauseous. Let's move on to something else. <laughs> uh, that's a... Uh, that's interesting. That's that's it's interesting. <clears throat> well, it's a it's one of my favorite sports, and it's always interesting to see it evolve. But uh, speaking of Bigfoot, <laughs> uh, Don made me think of Bigfoot. Uh, I think our next show we're gonna we're gonna try to get some big Bigfoot. Is it big? What's the plural of Bigfoot? Is, is it big feet? Big feet or big Bigfoots? The Sasquatch. Sasquatchers. We're gonna try to get some uh, Squatchers on here to. To tell us about the big hairy fellow and uh, try to convince us. Me and Nathan, I think, both uh, want it to be real, but 
And I guess there's a maybe a possibility that there's something somewhere. Yeah, I'm just not convinced. I want to believe, but I'm just not convinced. I mean, you know, since colonial times in America, there's been reports of wild men and uh, hairy people. It's just like I, I said on our first show, I, I really think the reason we don't see them out in the wild so much is because they dress like humans and go to Walmart and, That's and uh, shop with the rest of us. That's possible. There was a sighting in Canada last week here's my question though was it a was it a close-up oh no was there, was there, or was it a far away no, shot far away <laughs> he's running through the wilderness was he, was he blurry of course he's blurry <laughs> no but we we do have a guest that's been a part of some bigfoot hunting documentaries uh and some more stuff on pbs and a couple movies out there that uh we're gonna have him on and like you said, I I don't know if he can convince us, but we're gonna we're gonna ask him about his experiences during all this stuff. Well I was sitting there, I was reading some inter- <laughs> this is so funny. <laughs> Interesting documentations and this is this has gotta be true folks because it's on the internet. On the interweb, so it's gotta be true. Uh apparently Bigfoot can run up to thirty miles per hour. It says it right here. That's pretty uh, fast. Yeah, he's uh Documented in Indiana by Royal Cruden in a four-wheeler incident. What was he like? Chasing him on a four-wheeler? I, I'm thinking maybe that's what it was. I think a Royal Cruden had been in some Crown Royal. That could be how he got his nickname. Uh, this is the one that really, really fascinates me. <laughs> this is so funny. <laughs> the mating season. <clears throat> the mating season for Sasquatch is March through April. Uh, it says Grady Grange witnessed firsthand a couple of Bigfoot mating in the middle of March, doggy style. Doggy style. <laughs> or Bigfoot style, I guess. I don't know why they had to put that little tidbit on there. But <laughs> he should have filmed that. And he could have released a sex tape of Bigfoot. <laughs> Bigfoot it would have sex. been... He would have lost his job as Bigfoot. That's pretty funny. It, it would have been the probably the... I don't know. Let's see here. There's, there's got to be some more interesting facts here. I wonder what the Bigfoot mating call is. <laughs> what do you think it might be? Um, I don't know. Something like that, maybe. maybe. Uh, it said, uh, this must be the plural, Bigfoots, Bigfoots are immune to pepper spray and have been known of being incapable of sneezing. This, this is amazing stuff. They can't sneeze? Apparently. Maybe that's the reason we never catch them out in the wild. Hmm. They they don't give their don't give their location away with a sneeze. Interesting. Tell me tell me something else that's interesting going on out there besides Bigfoot. We're going to really get into Bigfoot next time, but uh. um, Apex TV, it's a YouTube channel. There was a uh, they posted a video of an unidentified man claiming to be a time traveler. It says he. <laughs> Went to the year 6,000, and he has a photo to prove it. Now, he shows a photo in this video. Okay. And, of course, it's blurry, because apparently your photos get blurry during the time-traveling process. Maybe Bigfoot's from the future. Hey, maybe Time traveler. Chewbacca, you know, wasn't that in the future? Star Wars? I want to tell myself, I've never been a big Star Wars fan, so all my friends out there that are Star Wars fans... Now, when you say that, do you mean that you've never seen all the Star Wars movies? or I've never seen all of them, no. Okay. I've seen like the classic ones, and honestly, I just watched all of them maybe a year ago. 
and you were less than impressed? I'm just not into that stuff. I'm not I'm, a big sci-fi fan. I'm not a big guy. sci-fi fan either. I like realistic um, things. Well, that's realistic if you were in the future. Mm-hmm. Big hairy Bigfoot guy flying around in a big flying saucer dish thing with um, Harrison Ford flying mm-hmm. it. I, I, I don't know how unrealistic that is, Nathan. I, I don't know. What's the what's the ship called? The Millennium Falcon. Millennium Falcon. Hmm. See, you know something about it. You're, I do. You sound I, like a fan when you. I mean, I've that. watched it, but you know, typically I don't watch things like that. Um, I typically don't watch things like The Walking Dead, but I do. I watch that. Uh, it's getting to the point now where I'm kind of over it. It's kind of repetitive. I'm, but you can't stop watching it because you want to know I've, what happens. Well, Part of me can't stop watching it because I've got so much time invested in it <laughs> over the way. years. I'm like, man. Coral. And Game of Thrones. I typically don't like that stuff, but I, I love that show. Game I haven't started watching that really one yet because I know I'll get sucked into it. Yes, you will. But I like Better Call Saul. There's, I like Breaking Bad a lot, and I yeah. I like the prequel. I think it's pretty, uh, pretty ingenious, some of the stuff they come up with. Super Bowl is this weekend, Patriots versus the Eagles. Super Bowl 52, or should I say L-I-I. <laughs> why? I have a question. This is 2018. Why are we still using Roman numerals? I think there's a, hope, just, there's a hope that we'll go back to the Roman rule, I can't guess. Can't they just say it's Super Bowl 52? <laughs> why does it have to be all these the entire alphabet spelled out? They're fancying it up. Classing it up. Classing it up a little mm. bit. You got a bunch of guys out there fighting over a leather ball they've got to do something to kind of class it up a little bit speaking of that you know stuff going they don't really teach cursive anymore why is that why do they don't teach it or why do they... why don't they teach it because we don't use it anymore everybody types well back in Don Williams day back they, in Don they used cursive as a matter of fact I think they chiseled a lot of stuff on stone tablets that's why Don was such a stud in the ring is from carrying those stone tablets around, giving them to his girlfriends. Love notes. I, I don't doubt that. <laughs> Don fought when it is his later fifties. Yeah, he was. Um, he's actually he was in his early fifties, I think, when he when he was doing that. Let's uh, let's see if we can get him on the phone. Uh, get to listen real close because Don's so old that his phone is even old. Let's see. I'm afraid we might get his answering machine. You probably can't hear it. It sounds like uh, the Judds when he when he has his answering machine come on. Oh, I think it picked up. Hello, hello, hello. Joining us in the boardroom is our good friend all the way from Michigan, Don Williams. How you doing, Don? I'm doing good. Life is good. Life is good. So what are you up to these days? Well, I'm teaching self-defense at the Y, and I'm teaching rock steady boxing at the Y, and at this huge archery shop, I'm teaching archery. Tell us a little bit about rock steady. Hand-eye coordination, 
living in, in Indianapolis had got Parkinson's and he wanted to keep working out. He couldn't type anymore or do anything. He was about ready to retire. His neighbor was a boxer. He said, can I work out with you? So he started working out with his neighbor at his house and found out he could type again. So they started this program about 10 years ago. They have affiliates all over the world now and it really helps their hand-eye coordination, balance, all that. How many students have you got, Don? I try to keep up with you on Facebook. I, I, I see some of these pictures of you in there, uh, you know, holding pads and and, uh, and uh, boxing with these people, and uh, it's uh, it, it looks like everybody's having a good time, and uh, it just sounds like an awesome program. Yeah, kudos to you for doing that, man. That's awesome. And we heard that. For six months, I didn't work out. No, I worked out the whole life. But for six months after that, I went, didn't do anything. And the Y called me. He said, can we sign you up? We need a fighter for one of the coaches. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, all of a sudden, that date's on. Now, all I've been doing is going to bed and going to work, coming home and going to bed. So, now, I got a date to go to this rock steady program. They got 400 people down there with Parkinson's. And through this weekend, I get this old lady, 83 years old, and I got to crawl around this mat and get up with her because I'm assigned to her. And we finally, I can barely move because I haven't done anything in six months. And she looked down at me and she says, son, sometimes you got to get up in life. So it brought a great change. I guess. I guess so. Good deal. That's yeah. um, So what else What else you got going on? You're uh you're uh, teaching self-defense right now also? Yeah, I teach that to kids going to college and girls that are going to travel abroad. And I'm still studying martial arts. I just can't get away from it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was going to ask you, are you if you're still uh, doing some work in some MMA. Yeah, I'm not doing MMA. I was going to an MMA gym here till oh, about two years ago. I we got a, had a pretty good pro fighter and I kept grappling with him and ended up dislocating my left knee and my left ankle and I had to get my knee replaced so oh. that's probably yeah. uh, from when you used to train with us probably something I did at one time it's just now <laughs> this guy's a he's a lovely man though he's served eight years over in the sand for us and he was a really decorated veteran over there in special forces and guy's a stud like you, Joe, every time I've seen you, I told you I was going to whoop you. And yeah. Every time I've seen him, I told him that. He always invited me in. So. What happened to you? What happened to you every time you said that? I got my butt kicked. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Joe? Why play with the girls when you hang out with the big boys? That's so, right. That's right. <laughs> if you don't, you need to find out how good you are with lesser men. Well, that's one thing I can say about... One thing I can say about you, Don Williams, is you're not afraid of anybody. You'll just jump right in the middle of, of the of the biggest and the baddest. That's, that's a, where's the test at? <laughs> speaking I've of had bi- a lot of ass whoopings in life. <laughs> speaking of uh, <laughs> biggest and baddest and ass whoopings that you just mentioned, when you were fighting down here in the Ozarks, who do you think your toughest opponent was? Besides me. Besides I mean, I, Joe. I, that, that's a given. That's a given. <laughs> I would have to say my second fight 
That was that was out of town. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, I just didn't bring it there. I didn't have it. You, you won though, right? You won. Nope. I cornered you in that fight. You won. There's a against the guy from Oklahoma, a former professional yeah, wrestler. Hit hard, man. He hit yeah. Ever. Those were good times back then. Yeah, it was a good fight too. I've never seen that fight. It's the only fight of mine I've never watched. Um. We we went to banging and that saved me. Yeah. <laughs> so what tell us about your archery um well I'm a master level archery coach so coming back here I got right back into teaching archery man I got some great students I got a kid that's won the last three national IBO events and two kids that won state championships he was one of them last year too but another kid is 12 years old and he went just started shooting I was shooting with that boy last night. We were shooting spots, and I beat him at spots all the time. But last night, I fed him a dollar. And you'd think I'd click something in him, and there's 18 spot shooters up here. About 10 of them are really good, you know, and I mean, they're really high-class spot shooters. That boy finished third out of 18 men and kicked my butt and took my darn dollar. It's <laughs> a little short 12-year-old run. <laughs> Well, There's some... nothing I can do about it. He shot way, I shot good, and he shot way better than my good. Well, you know they say that's a sign of a of a great teacher is when you've got students that are, that end up being better than you. Yeah, he's there. <laughs> he's there. He's the kind of person that thinks he's good at everything, though. So what was up with the... Uh... What was up with the picture of you and Kid Rock and Ted Nugent? How'd he do? He was incredible. Really? And he's another guy that I'm sure everything he touches, he's really good at. He's just one of the people. Hmm. I showed him how to shoot at a bag up close at six feet. This is how you do it. And then I moved him back to 20 yards. And he did everything I said, he did it just perfectly. And then he shot this group of five arrows you could put in a quarter at 20 yards. Wow. And I moved his side over. He did it again, five arrows. This time they're inside the bullseye. And I'm thinking, who the hell can shoot up? You've never touched a bull in your life. I didn't say it. <laughs> who the hell do you think you are? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he's Kid Rock. And he's, the boy's a, he's a stud at everything. I'm sure he is. Awesome. Tell us, tell us a little bit about your, uh, about your achievements in archery, in the archery world. What's what's some of the things you've won? Last year I did really well. Last year I won Spring Nationals and IBO, and I had shot because I'm doing MMA. I quit shooting for about ten years. Right. I started back last year, and I won the state triple crown. Then all the state triple crown winners, the best people in every class, had a shoot off, and I beat all them guys and won the best of the best in Michigan. And then I won it. I didn't do so well in the summer nationals in the world. 
That's pretty amazing. So Daryl from The Walking Dead has nothing on Don Williams. No. Matter of fact, Don probably coached Daryl. <laughs> I it... can shoot good. That's so... all I used to be able to shoot good. I can't beat a 12-year-old. Well, I think that happens to all of us at some point. So uh, I mentioned earlier you have at least two books out that I know of. Your your MMA one and then your current your most current uh, weight loss and power of the tongue. Yeah. It all that's that's just kind of the way it goes. You gotta, you gotta. It's like kind of like our our podcast. You've got to do a couple of them just to understand what you're doing. Uh, is there is yeah. there any chance? Yeah. Is there any chance that you might be returning to the world of MMA? I you know the truth, Joe. I think I can get to two fifteen, and I could fight at two hundred five. That's the only way my knees and ankles would hold up. You got new knees. I figured you'd be like the bionic man now. Cut down to two hundred five. Light heavyweight. See, my ankle is like that same leg that guy dislocated my ankle. I mean, ripped it right out of socket where it was set against my shin bone, and my knee came completely apart. Was doubled up underneath me. Ow! Did you? Uh, that leg is cuss. So, I'm on that weight loss thing right now. Mm-hmm. I've been training actually, and I've lost about 13 pounds in the last three weeks. So, awesome. If I keep this up. Hmm. If I get there, I could dehydrate to 205, and then I could be back to being the oldest fighter in America just for one fight. For one fight. Yep. Hmm. Just one more tag, Joe. Hey, you know, if you you get if you just stay in the heavyweight, then we could match me and you up, and and we just draw we draw matches on who would win, and we just go out and put on a good show for everybody. They'd never know. Yeah, you know the terrible thing, Joe. I got up here with a decent record. I never fought anybody up here that wasn't a belt fight. Oh, really? <laughs> that's what you oh, get. That's man, what. I got my ass blown up a few hey, times, I'll tell you. That's what reputations will do for you. <laughs> huh? I said that's what a reputation will do for you. drew you to MMA what's that what kind of brought you into MMA what what compelled you to to even try it let alone fight yeah I remember that's that's about the time you I think you come over to my school about that time Uh, wasn't too far in there
a B word. <laughs> I, said, I said, dude, I'm telling you right now, I'm going to slam you on the floor. And he said, he told me again, tap out, B. So I slammed him on the floor and, and fractured his neck, which we didn't know until a week later. Ended his career, and the next thing I know, me and Tyler and the boys are over to Joe's place. You didn't pick me up off the ground like that. <laughs> So once you got in, you, you got. I didn't know what to do with all that anger and grief. Yeah. I know what you did. You took it out on me. I tried to. You tried to. Well, somebody had to keep you in line, you know. But once you got a taste of that, you was all about it. Oh, I loved it. Well, I've been in martial arts. I started in martial arts when I was 14. You're a karate guy, right? Yeah. You did wrestling, and then you yep. did you did karate a little bit later on, right? Yeah, karate and wrestling. I started both of them at fourteen, and the karate I kind of hung with after high school, and it's just I used to like it. It's still cool. I love it. I was doing katas this morning around the house when I woke up. This well, I know it was always fun having you in class because you're always a good motivator for the young guys. Uh, just you know, pushing them that little extra and. And, uh, you know, just reassuring them that they can do more than what they thought they could. Uh, I think you got a gift at that. Yeah. You know what I believe, Joe? I believe when we think we're done, we're about halfway of what we really got. You're, you're probably right. I really believe that. I really believe that. I think we always are trying to save something for something else. I don't think you've had my rock steady people say nothing. They, I watch some guys burn right out. I got a guy come in here, couldn't even get out of a chair. And he pushed so hard, he could only work out a half hour. And it wasn't a good workout. And now he's going an hour and a half, and he can stand up out of a chair and walk around the room and sit down and do it ten times. That's amazing. Yeah, he pushes, he leaves everything in there until he can't even move anymore. And I believe that's how we need to push us. I don't care what we're doing. Don't matter, Joe, whether it be at work or wherever. We only give half of ourselves to most things on this planet. Yeah. The yeah, main thing is the last half that makes you who you are. That's right. Well, Don, hey, we appreciate you coming on, and uh, yes, it's it's been a pleasure for uh, an honor to have you as our first guest. And uh, I love you, man, and uh, miss miss having you around here. But I'm glad you're doing great things. Thanks, buddy. Okay, well, that was awesome. Uh, thanks again to Grandpa Don for coming on to being our first guest. Yeah, just an all-around good guy, man. He's done done a lot of good things for people and doesn't really get a lot of credit for it. Well, you know, he's one of those guys, he's had a lot of tragedy in his life. He's he's uh, lost both of his sons in the last 10 years. Overcome and, a lot. Uh, overcome a lot and he's one of those guys he just jumps out there and just he reinvents himself mm-hmm. all the time he's not a quitter no and uh and, so, he's, uh, and he's he's truly concerned about what's going on with other people i've seen yeah. it time and time again and, uh, and we appreciate that about him so uh check out his book guys if you're ever on amazon shopping around again it's called the power of the tongue and weight loss by don williams But you know what that means, Nathan. That's a wrap. Don't forget to like us, follow us, share us, subscribe to us. We're again we're on iTunes now, so Facebook. Check us out. Facebook. Where else are we at? Twitter. 
I don't know. Are we on any anywhere anywhere else? Uh, not yet. No. Well, thanks for listening to us here on the boardroom, and uh, check out the next uh, the next episode coming up pretty soon. Yeah.